0: Friends, this is another episode of Help Me Be Me, and this is Sarah Mae, And I'm going to be talking. I'm going to be talking about um, great expectations, or basically, when people you love disappoint you. Um, so if you're stuck in a loop of bad behavior and you find yourself kind of getting set up again and again, and maybe you're even to the point that a confrontation between you and another person has come about. And um, you've just cut them out of your life, or you've decided you just can't deal with that anymore. This is a podcast for you. So, whether it's a friend or a family member, or it's a significant other, um, I'm going to cover the what. So, the what behind the different kinds of behaviors you might be encountering and the why. So, why they are that way, why they make false promises, why they can't change why they don't seem to care about you, and lastly, the how. So how to change the way this situation is affecting you. So part one is what are these people like and what is their pattern? So picture the one person who disappoints you again and again. Um, What would you call them and what is their cruelty? So just I suggest writing this down or just imagining this person in your mind. Um, and then I'm just going to give you some examples with the help of Adam. Not fancy. And uh, these are just some phrases that might conjure up a person you know. So I'm going to use missing your birthday party as an example for different types of people. So for example, um, it's somebody that's very selfish or self-centered.
1: You miss you missed my birthday. I was, my feelings were hurt.
0: I had, like, the worst day ever. There was really bad traffic, and then I got home, and I had no groceries, and, and that job I wanted, I didn't get it. So, yeah. I guess you could say my life is kind of hard right now. Another example is a person that is just lazy. Hey, do you think you can come to my birthday party? It's, like, my 30th, and I'm really excited.
1: Yeah, I might make it. I Might not. Uh, I don't know.
0: Okay, next example is somebody that is childish or maybe gets more upset at you and makes themselves into kind of the victim or the baby. That just really hurt my feelings when you didn't show up to my party.
1: How do you think that makes me feel? I'm under a lot of stress. My life is hard and you just make me feel like an idiot.
0: Another example, uncaring and or just blind to who you are and what's going on with you. So they almost can't even tell if you're suffering or in pain. It's like you're irrelevant.
1: Hey, Sarah, just checking in with you. You missed my birthday yesterday. I was making sure everything's okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything's fine. Um, Actually, you know what? Do you think I look old? I mean, my skin just feels dry lately.
1: Old? What? What, What are you talking about?
0: I just don't know. I mean, I'm... I feel like I might need a new moisturizer. I just... I don't know, you know? I just feel like I'm I'm aging so quickly. Another example, um, people that are just manipulative. Hey, I thought you said you were going to come to my birthday party. Um, and You just didn't show up. What happened?
1: Sarah, I told you I was maybe going to make it. Maybe. I was going to maybe make it. So you're really the one who's selfish right here. Like, maybe. You know... You always do this. You make me the bad guy. It's all just about you and how perfect you are and how imperfect everyone who isn't you is. It's not fair to everybody else.
0: Another example, people that are just depressed.
1: Oh, hey, Sarah. You, I was hoping you'd make it last night to my birthday thing. We missed you.
0: Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. birthday. Cool. So you you like have fun stuff. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's somebody that is likely selfish or self-centered, childish, lazy, dishonest, manipulative, depressed, erratic and unpredictable, maybe just insane (laughs) or a loose cannon. Um, somebody that's angry or full of hate or uncaring and blind. I'm not, um, underestimating, how painful it is for you to deal with this relationship. Um, But I would like you to write about this person in your journal and kind of describe the situation that you last encountered that really hurt you. And what was the reason that you didn't see that situation coming? So just really think about that for a moment. If your answer happens to be anything involving that they thought you did blank or they... They did such and such. If it's all kind of based around them and the way they feel, I think that is somewhere that you should examine because that really will bring about um, some clarity as to how you have gotten into the situation in the first place. Which brings me to part two, the why. So often the reason that others are able to hurt us is because we hand over... The power to them to do so and it's completely unconscious but I'm, I'm going to try and offer you some tools to help you shift that a little bit because I mean that you can change those behaviors so that you can safely be in a relationship with that person and all it really takes is a shift in your awareness so I'm going to explain um, how to do that based on why this is even happening before I go into that, I just want to stress that this is not about excusing their behavior because I assume the behavior sucks and that you have a very, very good reason for feeling the way you do. This is about understanding and accepting the reality of your situation so that you don't get hurt and it, hurt again and again by this person and also so that you can decide what you want to do based on the relationship. And the reality of the relationship, not a false reality where you're believing something that's not true. Because once you're in the reality and once you accept it, you can process the pain and mourn it. And then you basically know you're not going to get what you need or you deserve from this person. But it doesn't mean you can't decide to have them in your life in a different way. It just means you get to move on and make an empowered decision about that relationship for what it really is. Because in general, these types of relationships are based on um, our overcompensation for this other person and what they can be and mentally what we want them to be. But it's not aligning with who they really are. So um, I'm going to offer you a couple of these why examples and hopefully it'll give you a glimpse into what's really happening so that you can make those empowered decisions and and actually make a healthy relationship from whatever this is. Um, so in general, stay out of other people's heads. It's a dangerous place to go because you end up um, kind of falsely assuming what they're thinking. Um, and you're usually going to be wrong if you think you're reading other people's thoughts because it can get you into a whole long Basically dramatic justification for whatever they are thinking about you. And it's 99.9% time of the time it's wrong. So just assume that as a rule, it's wrong. And now you may want to adjust your volume for a brief word from our sponsors. So here we go. Different whys. <clears throat> Number one, why they make false promises. So this is usually people who have a sense of low self-worth. So deep down, they know they're not going to follow through, but they don't want to lose you and they don't want to confront that fact. And so instead, they keep you by telling you what you want to hear. And it's just a way to avoid confrontation. And sometimes they actually believe their own lies. So they maybe want to believe them so badly that they'll just kind of play along with you and play house and just say things they know they're actually never going to do. So number two. When people say they can't change um, or they just for real don't seem like they're ever going to change. Um, When people just supposedly try and change or they promise to change and they just don't, it's because when people create real change, it has to be for themselves. They have to want it and they have to want to examine whatever is buried deep inside. And it's usually pain and so it's likely driven by fear Of confronting that thing so when people say that they're gonna change knowing they're not gonna change it's because they have accepted that they are not going to look at the thing that is super painful inside of them and it's often because they believe deep down that this is just the truth so whatever pain they feel they're like this is just this scary sad fact about me that I don't want to examine because I deep down believe it's true and it's it's very much tied to low self-worth. Number three, why people like this just don't seem to care about you. I mean, it's one of the most damaging relationships because they just seem to not care about injuring you. And it feels terrible because it's somebody that's supposed to love you and so, someone that's supposed to care about you. So if somebody's causing you pain, when they don't seem to care it's because they're stuck in some other world that has nothing to do with reality. So I I like to best describe it as like an old room that was frozen in time at a very pivotal and defining moment in their life. So it's a moment that caused them to stay stuck. And it's a moment when they didn't get what they needed to advance as a person. And so a part of them just stayed there needing it so badly and just got stuck in this time warp so whenever wherever you are just know that they cannot see you and they cannot see reality enough to fully invest because a part of them is just stuck in this old room and just staying there and that's their reality and you and your needs are just obscured by that so in other words they are incapable of giving you the attention you need So you can't rationalize with the the fact that they're stuck there and and you can't wish them or beg them to be different. You can't force them to change. However, you have something much more powerful than control over them and their actions. You have control over yourself. Which brings me to part three. The how. How. So this is just how to create change in your life so that you don't end up getting hurt again and again in the same exact ways. So this is an exercise I want you to do in your mind um, or you can do it in your journal, whatever's most convenient. So whoever you journaled about in the first question or whoever you pictured when you were thinking about the person that injures you again and again, whenever you are going to be around that person next, just stop. And before committing to being around them, picture the negative outcome as just as likely as the positive one so decide ahead of time that you are going to be okay with that outcome now know that it's very very likely that the negative outcome is going to occur and just accept accept it before it happens so if you're going to be around a person that is going to hurt you you have to assume that it's a 50/50 chance that they're gonna do exactly the same thing regardless of how much they promise you or whatever factors uh, you think are different this time because you are susceptible to them and because they have the ability to hurt you you have to decide you are going to be okay no matter what and if you can't do that then you are not ready to be in a relationship with this person so I I recommend if this person if you just have too much hope and you want it too badly and you just can't separate from it enough, I think you need to detach with love so that you can self-protect because it's it's going to cause you a lot of damage. So if this person's negatively affecting you and you are... Just in the point now of deciding if you should involve them um, in your life. Like maybe you're on the fence. Maybe you have like a very major milestone in your life. Like the type of thing you can't do over again. Um, I know that's a hard one because you can't do it over. Therefore, it's not just about protecting yourself. It's about deciding based on your whole life. Like if you're going to be able to live with this for the rest of your life. So this is what I want to offer you. Um, just spend some time preparing for that milestone, that event, now. And this is a tool um, I recommend you use. So it's just helpful to know what you want based on all factors in your life. So write it down in your journal. I just call it old and gray. So you're just basically deciding based on the future you. Because right now, I'm sure it's very overwhelmingly emotional emotionally overwhelming sorry and it's very confusing because you know it's going to cause you pain you know you have a lot of stuff around this person but it's not factoring in the fact that maybe you won't feel that way when you're 80 so you're allowed to decide things based on the future it doesn't have to be about where you are right now it just means you have to create kind of um that awareness so that you feel okay about making that decision, you're confident in making that decision, and then you have to make um, kind of a bulletproof safety plan for yourself to f- to be self protected during that that situation. So sit down with your journal and write a list of pros and cons, and factor in. Just think of the old and gray you, and just think about all of all of the experiences in your life. And all of the ups and downs, and this person's maybe passed away by then. How are you gonna feel? Is it gonna be worth it to just cut this person out? Or do you think there's a chance you'll regret it? Because you get to choose that now. So, when you're old and gray, will all of this pain and hurt still be as potent? And what do you want? for the sum of your life experience. Do you want to have this experience with them? Or do you want to cut them out completely? Because even though you're hurt, or you're distanced right now, you can find a safe way to be around them. Not for them, but for yourself. Think about you when you're old and gray. Is there a chance that you would want to have this for, for any reason whatsoever? Because if so, it might be well worth it to think of that safety plan so that you can just give yourself that experience. And on the flip side, think about if it's even possible. Are you capable of going through an experience with this person safely? If it's going to cause you too much damage, don't do it. But just really give yourself the chance to weigh that on both sides. And don't decide you have to cut it off. Just be open to... Feeling what it is you really want holistically for your life. And just give yourself the opportunity. make it, Give yourself permission to decide based on um, just the totality of your life. So if you do want to have this experience with this person despite the fact that they hurt you, just start to write a concise statement for yourself as to why. And know that you have spent some time and energy and thought figuring out why you want to do this and that it is valid and just hold on to that and know that it's true so now you've got to work on accepting all scenarios and decide that you're going to be happy no matter what so if this person's likely going to make a mess of everything you basically got to anticipate the worst case scenario and decide that you're going to be happy and that's totally possible because This is for you. It's only for you. It's not about them. It's about you getting the best life experience possible. So you're never going to decide your actions based on this other person's feelings. Because you don't know what they are. Um, This is just about what do I want for my life? Period. And just remind yourself of that. And start to take steps to empower yourself to even tolerate being around this person because believe it or not even if this person is kind of almost intolerable there is something you can do in a distant kind of way to enjoy just having them in your life and and being able to have that experience you might not value it now but you might value it in 50 years from now so this is gonna this leads me to another tool so um this is a, a mantra that I think just helps to keep you safe inside of your own self-protective body. And I think we tend to leave our own bodies to go into other people's minds just to interpret what they're thinking, especially when we can't understand why people do the things they do. It's like we tend to try and read into other people's actions to make sense of them because they're, they're often very irrational and hurtful. So this is my mantra. Assume you're wrong. Just assume you're wrong. Whatever you think they think, assume it's wrong. No matter how much you think you know what's going on in this person's mind, assume you are 100% wrong. And it's it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant to your decision-making. It's, it's the best way to make decisions that are healthy for yourself. So, if you assume that you know what's going on in the other person's mind... Um, you're going to basically paint this whole long narrative to rationalize their very narcissistic thought process. So you're misreading their thoughts. And um, when it comes to, especially our our parents or our caregivers or people that are supposed to be very good to us, we tend to, it's like an automatic reaction for a child to like create that story in their minds. So right now, Just assume your feelings and how you interpret this person are not at all on the radar of this other person. So you're kind of like haunting the house of the old room that they're stuck inside. The only thing that can get them out of there is them and their desire to do the work for themselves and to grow through those things and to change. But the only power you have is over yourself and your feelings. So you get to decide how to feel even based on the most self-pity worthy situations, you get to decide if you want to experience any pain or hurt right now. Like even if it, you have a completely good reason, you get to choose if you want to feel that pain and live in that pain or if you want to work through it and build a way for you to safely be happy with that relationship and then maybe get to know them as the true person that they are. So I... I will say that if you do decide to change your behavior and kind of remove yourself from this sick relationship or just step out of the unhealthy dance, I guess, so you're stepping away from the dance partner, the moment you do that is when the other person will be given an opportunity to self-reflect and change because you're not dancing with them anymore. But that shouldn't be your deciding factor. I'm just offering it as something that might give you a, a little bit of a carrot in the future. So you might be asking, what about hope? So how do I stop my, myself from doing that? My answer to that would be, um, you might not be ready to be in the line of fire in a relationship like this. Like if you're constantly hopeful that this person's going to change, you are basically trapped in wanting something that's not true. And therefore, you are hurting yourself by staying in this relationship. So you've got to accept the reality that they are the way they are and just think about that old room and it's not about you it's never been about you and they are incapable so my goal in this whole podcast is to help you to be free from the scars you might have in your future so you don't have to do something like reserve a place in your heart that's full of hate and pain based on this other person because that hate stays there and it stays locked inside of you forever and not inside of them the other reason to go through this reflective process is that you can give yourself experiences that you might otherwise have missed and all it takes is creating the safe structure for yourself to go there and a lot of diligent self-care so it's also extremely valuable to have simple peace of mind like relief um, from guilt or worry because the only person who can decide what's best for you is you And if you need to self-protect from a person in this relationship, it feels painful if you don't know your heart's in the right place and if you haven't gone through this process of just reflecting when you cut them out. Because a lot of the time, these people are very manipulative and they'll make you think things about your own self that are not true. So I'm going to give you one quick recap. Step one, set your expectations to zero with people like this. Train yourself to accept all outcomes happily and do not change those expectations. Um, Step two, assume you're wrong about what they are thinking and stay out of their head. Um, Step three, decide what you want based on when you are old and gray. Step four, accept the truth and the reality and mourn for what you didn't get from this person that you should have. And then step five, eventually reach... Forgiveness. And that only comes with distance and objective understanding. And you don't have to force that part because it'll just happen on its own. Um, But that just means you've got to have processed a whole lot of pain. So don't worry about that step. Um, But when something about someone else is allowed to hurt you again and again, what's really hurting you is your expectation and deep want or need um, that is not being met. And I'm guessing it's something that should be met. And so it's a really painful place to be. And uh, I want to offer you this because I want you to enjoy your life. So I want you to be able to let go of this hurt and become immune to it for you. Because you can put this down. You don't have to hold on to it because you don't deserve it. It's not about making yourself accept bad behavior. It's about processing the truth, honoring it, mourning it. Accepting what you don't have, and then deciding to let go of the pain for yourself. Because when you accept others as they are, you open yourself up to the option of loving them, even if you get to love them from afar, which I think can feel lovely and good too. So I hope this helped in some way, and uh, if you like, this, please review me on iTunes. And uh, if you have any requests or questions, please email me or tweet me, com. And uh, don't forget to smile. Seeking the truth never gets old.